Let's all go to the lobby. Let's all go to the lobby. Let's all go to the lobby to get ourselves a treat. Hello, everyone. Welcome back to Saturday Night at the Movies. I am your captain, Brian. Oh, Captain, my captain. Oh, Captain, my captain. <laughs> Look at me. I am the captain now. I can't see. Now. You don't have a camera. <laughs> my camera still doesn't work. I'm sorry. Uh, Lame. Well, you know, what can I do? I mean, if Best Buy shuts down again, you guys are just going to stick with it. Okay. Amazon. Amazon has $20 webcams. Plug it into your fucking USB port. <laughs> no, you know why? Because I went on Amazon. The moment everything shut down, that shit went up like five times the price. Okay, that's been three months. Hey, I just didn't know we were doing webcams, and my hair's a mess and stuff, so that's why mine's off. Just saying. Nah, webcams are overrated. <laughs> I'll say you're a guest. It's excuse. Yeah, you're Brian a guest. has had this. <laughs> Brian has had this for a long time. Oh yeah, it's like yeah, a two month thing. Yeah, I'm pretty sure I know what the cause is, but I don't want to get rid of the program that's causing it. But um, with me as always is Mister I Hate Pants, Daryl Hook. What's up? And for those wondering, yes, he's not wearing pants. Okay? Okay? Oh, okay. No. Cool, cool. Also with us is the lovely Caitlin, which if you haven't seen it yet, the trailer for her new movie is out. And she uh, looks very adorable as a park ranger. <laughs> <laughs> well, thank you. Thank you. So, so we're, stay, But just be sure to stay on this side of the lake. Yeah, just stay yeah. on the side of the lake. Because, you know, the other side of the lake has uh, Yogi and Boo Boo, you know? Yeah, you know. And joining us for this episode is my soon-to-be brother-in-law, Tom, who uh, was gracious enough to take time out of his video game schedule to join us. Yeah, well, you know, I am missing Warzone right now, so you should be honored. <laughs> so, how, how is everyone? Um we are in week 16, so we are uh, still in the pandemic phase for Yay. some places. I mean, Florida's just wanting to like let everything go. Yeah, I was like, F Florida at this point is just like, we don't give a fuck. Just whatever. <laughs> Pretty much. <laughs> we're closing back up. Yeah, I was like, I, I have a feeling we, we're closing tonight. So. Uh, the rumor I'm hearing is Ohio is actually not going to close, um, but they might make it even a little more stringent than some of our counties here. So we shall see here in about what forty five minutes, Brian. Um, five, yeah, something, something like that. Five yeah. five thirty our time. I don't know. All I know is I keep seeing these counters keep you know going up and up and up, and I'm just like, you people are fucking stupid. <laughs> I say that with all the love in the world. Not really. Um, <laughs> So, um, yeah, let's get into our recent watches. Uh, since Kate has a mile long stack, why don't you go first? Okay, so I these are in not the watch order that I normally put them in, or the like order that I sometimes put them in. Um, but yeah, so first uh, was Flesh and Bullets, which is a VS release. I'm gonna give synopsis on some of these so that way I don't take up the whole freaking time. Um, watched Deadly Manor, which is an Arrow release. That one was fun. Um, let's see here. First time watch of April Fool's Day. 
I really enjoyed this one. Like, legitimately, absolutely loved it. Yeah, don't watch the remake. I I won't. Remakes usually tend to suck anyway. There is no yeah, remake. Yeah, it, it, it was an absolute not? piece of shit. But <laughs> in our minds, we erased it. Yeah, but... <laughs> yes, that's it that. was yeah. deleted. Delete! 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 Um, watched Jack's back. So speaking of Jack the Ripper, which we were talking about earlier. Yeah, I, thought, I thought maybe that was Jack Frost 3. <laughs> <laughs> I need more Jack Frost. Right. Um, watched Red Sparrow, which I actually really like this one too. Um, the Meg, which I believe in the future we will... I'll give my full uh, decision on that one. Uh, the Art of the Steel, because I am a super big fan of heist movies. This one was really fun. I like this one a lot. Black Swan. Someone ruined this movie for me a while ago. They said it was awful. They said that they were offended by it and everything. And I don't know why in my mind, I just was like, eh, I don't really want to watch it. Well, we ended up sitting down and watching it and I actually really enjoyed it. Not what I thought it was going to be at all. And I appreciated that it is essentially a horror film. Um, watched The Losers, which is an action movie based on a comic book. I love that one. That's yeah, it was one. a lot of fun. Zombie 4, the 7 release. Nice. Yeah. It's ridiculous. Sounds, sounds like an original title there. Yeah. <laughs> Zombie 4 After Death. <laughs> and then uh, The Strangers, the second one. Actually, I kind of enjoyed that one. Did you like it more than the first one? Nah, no, probably not more than the first one, but no. I still really, really did like it. And I don't remember, did I talk about The Darkness last week? I feel yes. like I did. Okay, yeah. So I'll move that one out of the way. Lucy. I really, really, really liked Lucy. I thought that, that Scarlett did a great job. Yeah, that was um, one of those movies that, it's to me, I watched and I heard bad reviews about it going in and I watched it. I was like, this is enjoyable. Okay. Yeah. I'm glad I watched it. <laughs> it was a pleasant surprise. That's the deal is you got to go in with like thinking that the movie is going to suck and then be surprised well, like Daryl was. I, I don't think that the director producer uh, was it directed by Luke Benson or just produced by him? Uh, let me see. Make this font so damn tiny when you're trying to read it. Um, buh, 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 buh. I don't know. I don't see his name. Nope. Here, written and directed by. Yes. Was okay. Very last. Yeah. Okay. Yep. He he was one of those names that got hit in the massive Me Too movement, and he just kind of like vanished. Yeah, Luke Besson. Um, and then Silk really enjoyed this one, but I'm all for the women empowerment movies. So she was a badass. Um, Zombie Island Massacre, freaking ridiculous, and Spontaneous Combustion. Oh, that's with a good Brad, one. Yeah, with Brad Dourif. Um, did I say... No, I didn't say this one. Pray for Death is the last one, which is an Arrow release. And it was actually pretty fun, a uh, ninja movie. What was the name of that one? Uh, after Pray... or Sorry, Pray for Death. All right. I like ninja movies. I might have to check that out. Yeah. Um, it was released by Arrow Video. 
So I, I liked it. I thought it was a lot it was a good movie. I part of it angered me, but I actually rethinking on it, I really enjoyed the movie. So no spoilers there. But yeah, that was my giant list. Tried to make it as short as possible. So that way I wasn't taken up all the time. <laughs> all right. Um Tom, what what have you been watching, if anything? Uh, I've been more of on a show binge lately than movies, just because there have been so few mu- few movies coming out lately <laughs> with all yeah. the stuff going on. So uh, I did rewatch the John Wicks, so that will be helpful. Uh, I've been rewatching The Wire, so you know that's fantastic. Um, but movie wise, uh, I rewatched The Happy Death Days uh, one and two recently. I love those movies. I can watch those over and over because they crack me up. So yeah, was it? Those are fun movies. Yeah, and you know me, I'm not the biggest horror guy in the world, so yeah. uh, if there's gore, I'm probably not going to watch too much of it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Daryl's going to disagree because he is down with Blumhouse. You know what, I, I was pleasantly surprised by the first one. The second one, I wanted to fucking strangle Jason Blum. <laughs> the second one was quite out there, that is for sure. I was like, you, you, what you is didn't, going on? I would say you didn't like their Back to the Future take on it? No. I liked it. I thought it was original, so I was I was cool with that. <clears throat> I'm all for creativity, especially in the uh, the you know the uh, horror genre, if you want to call it horror. But yeah, I'd say it's horror with a good take on comedy as well. But yeah, but that's about it for me. I won't take up your guys' this time. Let's hear what you guys have been watching because I'm boring. All right. Uh, team no pants. <laughs> okay, first thing I watched was a uh, an SOV horror release called Zombarella's House of Horrors, and horrors is spelled as in a whore. <laughs> Ooh, I like that name. It's uh, it's essentially a shot on video tribute to like uh, USA's Up All Night. Got uh, trailers on there for movies called um, I'm gonna try to remember it. It's Cannibal Vampire, Call Girl Hookers from Outer Space, one, two, and three. Well, that sounds like a winner. <laughs> but yeah, it was it was a fun one. Um, and then after that, I watched a uh, it's a really obscure, almost completely unknown comic book movie called Deadpool. <laughs> <laughs> What's that? Super unknown. Yeah, yeah I, I, don't know, I don't know what that is. Did that have a big budget? Uh, a couple bucks, I think. It was like ten bucks. All right. Then we watched uh, some really obscure slasher movie from the 80s called The Nightmare on Elm Street. (laughs) Where do you find these obscure titles, man? Like, you know, that's all I watch is obscure stuff. (laughs) I know. (laughs) Yeah, I think they're probably on like IFC, I'm guessing, right? Oh, no, no. This is like, you know, you got to like scour the depths of like shot on video websites. (laughs) Oh. (laughs) Um, Then I watched uh, the Fantastic horror comedy uh this is the end and anyone that argues that it's not a horror movie i will fucking punch you in the face because you're wrong love that i could see it being a a horror movie for sure yeah i'd agree i've probably watched it 20 30 times so yikes yeah not exaggerating (laughs) yo me too me too i watch it at least a couple i watch it at least every month or two then i introduced my girlfriend to kung fu yoga yes What did she uh, think? She liked it. I don't think she liked it as much as I did, but she liked it. 
I'm still so happy you liked that movie. And then we watched uh, Attack of the Killer Donuts. <laughs> All right. I could, I could imagine where you found that title. I originally found it on one of those, like, they just show, like, it wasn't even a trailer, just a clip from a, a weird fucking movie, and that's where I found it. Same way I found Attack of the, uh, the Killer Condoms. Yeah. I was uh, I found out uh, Killer Donuts through Bloody Disgusting. Okay. And then they put it on, I, I want to say it was Prime, and I watched it there. I, I thought it was so goofy that I just had to own it. Yeah, I, I was going to say, it, it, it is on Prime, but I have a DVD of it. And then uh, today, before I went to bed so that I could get a little bit of sleep before this, I watched uh, the 1984 slasher movie. And I know Kate's going to fight me on this because I didn't because I said that Bloody New Year is not a fucking slasher, but I watched The Terminator. It's not a slasher movie. It is a slasher movie. It's an action movie. It's both. I mean, technically. If, if you get to say that that one is a slasher, then uh, Bloody Near. I literally just said you were going to fight me on this. <laughs> yeah, I know. I, and I am. I have Ugh. every right to, to fight you on this because you're wrong. Damn it, man. Pick your battles. <laughs> Kate, is that you purring? my cat is sitting right up against me and she is purring so freaking loud she thinks she won that she thinks she won that battle so she's purring now (laughs) yeah she's excited so super sorry about whoever hears the uh the cat purring like crazy uh what was that everything yes that was everything yes all right so mine is very short. Um, the first that's one. That's yeah, said. that's what she said. <laughs> um, the first one I have is one I think um, you guys would like. Uh, it's called Aqua Slash, and is about a killer that tries to exact the revenge at a water park. Ooh, that sounds fun. So, and it, it's kind of a slow burn because a lot of the killings don't happen until. Like more towards the end of the movie, Ugh. but when it happens, it like fucking happens. Like blood, gore, body parts rolling, like everything. And it's a very please, short watch. Too. Please tell me someone dies on a water slide at least. Uh, yes. All Mul- right. <laughs> multiple, multiple people. <laughs> so, so that that one I would recommend just because it's only like. I think it was only like 75 minutes or so. But with the pacing, it's not like your typical slasher movie, but it is a slasher movie, so to speak. Um, From there, I watched a um, psychological environmental horror movie called The Beach House, which just went on Shudder. And it's pretty much about a parasite got released into the ocean and the drinking water and uh, people go crazy because of it and parasites start infecting them and shit. And it's one I would recommend as well. And the last two I have, I'm just going to combine them together because uh, I watched them this morning are the under siege movies with Steve. <laughs> nice. 
So, yes. I love Steven Seagal. Yes. Watched him kick ass on a boat and then again on a train. It's my goal to watch uh, all of his movies. I might have to revisit those. I totally forgot about those. I haven't probably watched those since the 90s. I'm I'm starting to watch his stuff like again because a lot of his stuff came up really cheap on Voodoo. So I just bought like what they had. So right now I'm in the middle of uh, On Deadly Ground where he's in Alaska fighting That's probably uh, my oil favorite rigs. one. Yeah, that's a great one. I love that movie. <clears throat> so it's the uh, first time I'm watching it. So, And see Michael Caine play douchebag. Kind of hilarious. So that was it for my recent watches. But I, I will say because I am a nerd and because it did just get released, I bought the massive uh, Friday the 13th box set that Scream Factory put out. So I'm looking forward to Again, that come October. It looks like an amazing set. Mm-hmm. So, considering I missed out the first time they put out the set in the tin case, I think this set looks a lot better. I could probably do without the sleeves on them because the sleeves and then putting them in a box just it doesn't seem like they would last a long time, but. I think this, yeah, this set, I think, also had it. You, like, put the discs in, and I don't think it was, um, like, I feel like it would scratch the the discs on the the first set. Oh, yeah, the first set. I'm not sure how the first set came. I know the one I have now um, is, like, how they did the original DVD set for Paramount Mm -hmm. to where, like, the first two or three of them are like by themselves but then they started like grouping the movies together on one desk for space yeah hopefully it's a killer set when it arrives I know they're still kind of holding back on some of the features or than what they have said now so um Daryl do we have a Of course we have a Midnight Movie Madness. Midnight Movie Madness this week is... You know, if if someone wanted to argue that this is the worst movie they've ever seen, I wouldn't fight them on it. Because it's not a movie for everybody. I love it. It's fucking terrible. And I love it for all the wrong reasons. It was made for the paltry sum of $300,000 by Donald Farmer in 2016. Talking about a movie where Satan has Jaws, motherfucking shark exorcist. <laughs> Oh god, that movie is bad. It's so bad, but I, I love don't it. want to see it. Oh, so, oh Jesus! Like I, I said, if someone wanted to tell me it's the worst <laughs> movie they've ever seen, I'm not going to fight them on it because it's not a good movie. No, I mean most of the shark movies they make are bad, but I mean that one takes the cake. No, it's still better. It's still better than than Ouija Shark. Well, I haven't seen that one because don't. Uh, no, because you said not to. I mean, to be fair, at least at least Ouija Shark, their budget was two hundred and sixteen dollars instead of three hundred thousand dollars. Yeah, I think that's, I think that's fair. What that was the uh, Wild Eye. Yes. I yeah. say actually, I do think I did watch that one. I was. I think it's on Tubi right now. I believe it's on Prime also. So yeah, if you like bad shark movies, check it out. If you don't like bad shark movies, definitely avoid it. All right. Well then, let's get into our main event. 
this week we are talking John Wick, which for those that don't know about John Wick, uh, essentially the story is about a man who comes out of retirement as a hitman, assassin, ass kicker, um, will fuck you up with a pencil, all because a punk... I don't know, was he a teenager or something? I don't know. He was a fucking idiot. But he ended up killing his dog that his wife gave to him after, like, while she was dying. And then they stole his car. And then tried to kill him as well. So, yeah, they didn't do too much to him. Not at yeah, all. They, I mean, they didn't. I mean, in the second one, his house got blown up. So, you knew at that point that the guy was going to die regardless. <laughs> so... Um, Kate, why don't you lead us up with your thoughts on John Wick? I gotta go first. Fine, Daryl. You do you want to lead us off with John Wick? Sure. So for me, these were first time watches. I had not seen them, nor had I had any desire to ever watch them. I liked the first one. After that, I thought they didn't lend like they weren't bad movies. I just didn't think they lent anything more to the story, really. Well, I mean, it's one continuous story. Right, but I didn't feel like they really added anything other than a little bit of unnecessary backstory. I was better off, I felt better off not knowing anything about his past. Okay. And honestly, by the time the third movie rolled around, I was getting bored with it because it's just the same thing for six hours. You didn't care about the action or anything? I'm not an action movie guy. No? Action's not my bag. I mean, I'll watch action movies from time to time, but they're not really my thing. I don't have anything bad to say about the movies other than I just felt like, you know, after a while it was tedious. So you you wanted to see something new yes. from them? I didn't want to see what was essentially the same thing over and over. Okay. I guess that's fair enough. Ooh, he shot 600 people. Yeah, I'm over it. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, he stabbed people too. Okay, he's, he shot 500 and stabbed 100. <laughs> and they threw axes at people. Right. And I'm pretty sure there was uh, a couple deaths by the horse and <laughs> motorcycles yes. and car crashes. All right. Yeah, I forgot about the scene where he showed, where he picked the horse up and shot <laughs> people with that. That he has um the sword fight at that like end of the third one. Yeah, that's fantastic. By the time it got to the sword fight, I honestly just wanted it to be over. <laughs> well, tell us how you really feel. That's what I'm doing. Yeah, I know. <laughs> when do I ever? Smart not? ass. Smart ass. <laughs> At least I'm not shitting on the movies like you guys did. Like you guys did to Suburban Sasquatch. That's because that movie was shit. <laughs> it's just. I mean. Uh, would I recommend them to people? Sure, if action's your thing, go for it. I, I, they're not bad movies. It's just not really my thing. So a Suburban Sasquatch, is that just another name for Harry and the Hendersons? No. <laughs> <laughs> Harry and the Hendersons sucks compared to Suburban Sasquatch. Uh, In your no. opinion. <laughs> Which I respect. <laughs> if you don't respect your own opinion, who else is who else will? So I think you're exactly. Good there. All right, uh, Tom. What, what were your thoughts on the John Wick series? 
Uh, I love them, but I look at them, they're action movies, but I also like the whole, like, just universe of it as well. I think that's, if you can get into that, you can really get behind the movies. Like, you know, how there's sacred ground at the Continental Hotels, and there's this whole giant, just faction of assassins, a union, basically, that, <laughs> that uh, control everything in that world, and... Uh, I think that's really what gets me behind it as much as, as the violence does. You know, like he like uh, there he was saying, you know, there's only so many ways you can kill a person, which they just about explore all of them in John Wick. But <laughs> uh, the the whole Winston character, I think, really helps just drive it home. Getting that continental ground and they're safe and, mm-hmm. you know, it just kicks off the whole. The whole mess of John being hunted in that third movie. So, I would say the fact that they have to follow rules. Right. Um, I, I'm really hoping that this fourth one will actually show the high table. Yeah, I mean that would be nice, especially after seeing like the highest of the high table. You know, try to bring John back in the third one. Um, yeah, I thought that was a pretty cool moment, and then. That was I will say that is one of the nitpicky things I get mad about in the movie is like so he goes up through all this, cuts his finger off, you know, to get back in, and then talks to Wince. He's like, Oh, never mind, I can't do it, and then gets in a giant fight anyway. Yep. He went through all he went through all that just to get back where he started, basically. So yep. just to kill more people. <laughs> right. <laughs> and put himself in more danger if he's yeah. ever truly in danger. So Kaylin, do you want to go now? I'll go now. So I kind of agree with Daryl on some of the aspects of it. I would have been happy with just the first one, although I thought the first movie was very predictable. Um, but I do love Keanu. Like, uh, he's, I don't know, he just seems like a lovable human being. So I did enjoy the first one. Um, there was a lot of hype around it, so I think going into it, I expected more. Um, and then I kind of felt like with two and three, they just kind of made shit up as they went along. As um, they tend it, to do in sequels. Yeah, exactly. And like, I know that's cool and everything, but I feel like it tries really hard instead of just letting it go and, and go with the flow on it. But I think the world, like you guys talked about, I do think the world is kind of cool and how they have their different rules and everything like that. And But I don't know, I... I think part one is still probably the uh, the best, and it um, with that. I don't know. I wish they just hadn't made it up as they went along. Like I feel like they added it because they they felt like they had to because of you know the popularity. And yeah, essentially that's what kept it going was mm-hmm. how popular it is, and it shows as the movies came. So with me, I did not see John Wick, um, the original, until it came on video. I knew about it. Um, It was just kind of like one of those things, though, where it came out around Halloween. So at that time, you're you're, you know you're watching the horror movies, whatnot. Um, And I just we're kind of in a world where you know it's out for two months and then it's on video already, Um, unlike. You know, decades ago, where you had to wait like a year for it to come on video. So, but I, I personally loved it. I, I love the fact that Keanu, like he he put his life into it, into the role. 
you know, spending three to four months each movie training, you know, martial arts, weapons, um, doing, learning the stunts with all the animals and the vehicles and like he, he, he does 90 to 95% of his own stunts, which I think most actors are too, you know, they're too big of pussies to do nowadays. Obviously, he's not going to do the higher profile stunts, like getting hit by cars or anything, because, you know, insurance policies. But he also made a comment that he'd be dead or in the hospital, essentially. Yeah, he did. <coughs> so yeah, just watching like the behind the scenes stuff, though, uh, and some of it, like the work he put into it and the stuff he was posting on like uh, YouTube and stuff while he was doing the movies was just absolutely crazy. Um, you know, yeah, like you said, you don't see that much anymore where someone's just working that hard to to get into shape. Kind of yeah, like, like when uh, when uh, Chris Pratt did Guardians of the Galaxy, and he was coming from Parks and Rec, and he did all that work to like get in shape for the part. It was pretty crazy mm-hmm. all the stuff he posted. So, uh, originally, the role for John Wick was supposed to be mid sixties, um, but then it's, you know, obviously they needed some sort of name. So they went after pretty much anyone to be considered. They were Stallone, uh, Lundgren, uh, Van Damme, Willis, uh, Kurt Russell, Nicolas Cage, Kevin Costner, Johnny Depp, uh, Jason Statham, because he had good working relationship with uh, Lionsgate with uh, the Crank series, which uh-huh. I guess in a way is his own John Wick series, I guess. I wish the John Wick movies were more like Crank. Like the handheld style? No, just fun. Just fun. Like, well, <laughs> not that I'm saying that. Not that I'm saying like you know the again. I'm not saying they're bad movies. They just I found the crank movies to be way more fun. There are they necessarily better movies? Probably not. But I had a lot more fun with them. Fair. Uh, uh, yeah, I say that's a fair uh, opinion. Was it Ian McShane was not originally Winston. He uh, replaced Jason Isaacs because of scheduling conflicts. So I think, I think seeing Jason Isaacs as Winston maybe would have changed the tone of the movie. I mean, yes, they're both British actors, but at the same time, I think Ian McShane brings more to a role than Jason Isaacs. Yeah, Ian McShane is. I mean, once you see him in Harry Potter, he's forever. Lucius Malfoy. So, uh, yeah. So, um, you know, going through the franchise, you get people who have worked with Keanu in previous movies. I mean, you had Common, actually, just pretty much all from John Wick 2. You had Common, who was a bodyguard hitman who worked with him in Street Kings. Uh, you had Peter uh, Stormare from uh, at the beginning of John Wick 2, who was in Constantine. He should have been in more of the movie. Yeah, his role kind of felt very cheap. Yeah. So it was probably just done as a favor. Um, but then we also had Lawrence Fishburne, who, I mean, famously, <laughs> the, the Matrix. Uh, he's always Cowboy Curtis to me. No way. I'm not going to be a girl. Oh, come on, Pee Wee. You just got to help me. Please. Okay. Cowboy Curtis. <laughs> Forever and always. <laughs> so I, I think it, you know, bringing in people that Keanu knows may help 
like the story like further on, but we'll have to see because originally I think it was only supposed to be a trilogy, but then because of how much money they keep grossing, you know they they just keep announcing it. Yeah, because I, I remember hearing originally that yeah, like you said, the trilogy was supposed to be it. So I was kind of shocked when I saw the end of the third one. I was like, well, clearly they're doing a fourth one. Because I don't, you know, get into the news as much as you guys do, so I didn't even see that they had probably pre-announced it before three even came out. But I mean, I could see how people get sick of the, you know, can get sick of the same stuff over and over. I just go into them looking at them as as fun. Like you said, Crank is fun. I I think these for me are perfectly fun. I just uh, I watch them and I just laugh at how ridiculous the violence is and and go from yeah. there. So. Yeah, and it was good to see that, like, obviously when you go into the sequel, you're going to put more money into it. And a lot of times they put too much money into it to where the film doesn't do enough to recoup. These weren't the case. You know, you you had the original John Wick, the $20 million budget, made $86 million. So they put double into it for John Wick 2, $40 million. That one brought in 171 million. So then they put in 75 million for John Wick 3, and it pulled in 326.7 million dollars. Damn, a lot of money. Yeah. So I mean, it it shows that there are people out there really enjoying these movies, and it also shows that Keanu, you know, still can, you know, pull in box office. So. Um, Daryl, did you have a favorite kill? No. No? You mean they weren't all the same? (laughs) (laughs) Technically, no. They were not all the same. Oh, that one where he shot the guy in the chest twice in the head. That one was great. Okay. (laughs) Or the one where he picked up the horse and shot like 20 people with the horse. That was great, too. Yeah, the, uh, were they horse poop bullets? Is that what they were? Yeah. Okay. No, I'm I'm sorry. I shouldn't be poking fun at him. Um, I don't. I mean, I watched them over a week ago, so they're not fresh in my mind at the moment, anyways. And I've had three hours of sleep, so yay, no sleep. But no, nothing stands out. Nothing like even when I was watching them, nothing stood out as an exceptionally like memorable kill. All right, uh, Tom, did you have a favorite kill? Uh, I had a couple probably I could say. I think it was in two, uh, where the infamous pencil came into play and he put it on the table and smashed the guy's eye right into it. That was, that was fun. And then I'm a big fan of the whole, uh, it's not really a kill, but I'm a huge fan of the whole scene at the end of three with the, uh, two guys who almost look like twins, uh, uh, where they have that great like uh, hand-to-hand fight with the knives and stuff as well, and he basically lets them live instead of killing them because he respects them so much from the fight. Uh, those are probably my two favorite uh, kills, so to speak. Quotation marks. Okay. Um, did we lose Caitlin? No, I'm here. Can you hear me? Yeah. Okay. There you go. Okay. Cool. Just yeah, because no. of camera. <laughs> uh, part three: the dogs. I'm, if there's dogs killing people, I'm automatically always going to go for dogs. That's a great part, too, watching mm-hmm. those dogs yeah. just do their thing, for sure. Yeah, I uh, I really liked... I will say I really, really liked that scene, though. Because um, 
because they all kicked ass at that moment. Um, but yeah, I like the dogs in their little in their little armor. The little tactical vests. Yeah, and what's cool though, because that was, uh, what was their her character name? The Halle Berry's character. Yeah. yeah. Well, and I read too that that she actually Holly Berry had to uh, do all this dog training stuff, and that to me I think is so cool. Like, mm -hmm. if I could have been any person in the movie, it would have been her, just because she got to work with uh, the dogs, learn how to train dogs, and the dogs trained with her. I think they said for like six months or something like that. Mm -hmm. That's so, what I was going to mention. Was yeah, how the training so, was so in depth, right? Yeah. Mm -hmm. Sophia was her character's name. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. I was like, yeah, she uh, suffered three broken ribs. Stop. Filming. That's how you know she did it right. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> well, and the fact that the dogs, um, because she trained with them, like she could command them on cue. was so cool. Yeah, German Shepherds are extraordinary at what they can do. They actually weren't even German Shepherds. I forget what they're called. Um, they're another breed that looks like them, but they actually oh. are, are super intelligent dogs. Sorry, I told you the dog thing is like, <laughs> like that's my favorite part of all of them. And I mean, I'm happy that he did get another dog. And I was very happy about that as well. And that he just named a dog. Yes. <laughs> For me, um, I would say both of both of them are coming from uh, the third movie um, at the very beginning when he's in uh, the New York public library and he's just being the shit out of the guy with the book. And oh, yeah. Him with the, the giant. Book. Yeah. yeah. Mm -hmm. <laughs> and then um, it's like 10 minutes later where he's in the uh, antique store. And they're having the knife and axe fight sequence because it reminded me a lot of Old Boy. How was at one point it was just one continuously long shot mm -hmm. of them fighting before they cut. So I always thought um, all those kills were great. Yeah, those were definitely top notch. Like I said, I, I, I mean, I don't, I like them a lot, so it's very easy for me to like differentiate and see. Like I just kind of watch them so many times. I just know like the different kills and just kind of relish in those facts. But I also don't hate on someone if they don't like the movies all that much because it's a pretty nuanced uh, uh, universe, I think. So, Yeah. So, I mean, I, I think if part four is successful, I think we'll end up getting a part uh, chapter five. Um, I know they're doing a spinoff um, called Ballerina. Which yeah. would be from characters seen in three. Um, from from the Russians there? Yeah. Or Ukrainians, they might have been. Ukrainians. Yeah. I want a side story in Holly Berry's character. That's all I'm saying. Yeah, I think it would be cool to see her backstory. And seeing the um her marker. How she got involved with John. I, I could even see a flashback at some point possibly happening to that, though, maybe in four, because I don't think they're going to leave that hanging, because I know a lot of people were wondering how she, you know, John got the marker in the first place, so. Yeah, well, I don't think Hallie is in four. Right, but it wouldn't surprise me if they talked about it. Oh, uh, yeah, that's You know true. what I'm saying? Yeah, we'll see, though. 
I guess we'll get to our rating portions. Um, to to make it easier, we're just going to rate it all as one cohesive uh, story rather than doing each individual ones. So, um, Tom, why don't you lead us off? So we go out of five. All right. Are we rating these on how I enjoyed like, the movies or how I think the movie actually was like, I was saying you, you can do it. I was a, we, <laughs> we have done it to where we have a fun rating and then we have a very serious rating. Okay. I'll start then. That's fine. Um, yeah, I'll give my fun rating as a five. Of course I've watched them so many times. I couldn't give it anything, but, um, as far as, you know, as far as film, uh, in the film history of movies, where it would rate, I'd put it like at like a, a three right in the middle. Um, great special effects storyline can be a little confusing sometimes and bounces all over the place. So uh, people love it or hate it. That's, that seems to be the, the case with most people. I know like my wife yells at me every time I watch it, she's like, you're watching those movies again. And so, you know, yeah, I can totally see both sides of the picture there. All right. Uh, Daryl. I will give the series as a whole go with a three. Okay. Which is probably higher than you thought I was going to give it. Yeah, as a, because I know you're not an action guy. Right. So the only but, I, know, I will I will tell you the only reason it's a three is because I like the first one so much. I really I really did enjoy the first one. Okay. But after that, I just felt like it got tedious. Okay, so uh, what what would be your rating for the first one? Had had they just done the first one, like a four point two five? Four point two. Okay, so see, that's really good. Uh, Miss. Oh, Kate. and it's out. It's out of kicked puppies. Oh, why you gotta pull that card? <laughs> oh, you son of a bitch, <laughs> uh, Caitlin. Um, I will give it a three out of five death dogs. Three out of five death dogs. Yeah. All right. So, so I'm seeing a pattern here. Um, is that, do you have a fun rating for it? Um, probably the same. Probably the same. Well, so, maybe uh, part one was pretty good. It was predictable, but it was good. Yeah, I'll just go with three across the board. Three across the board. All right. Um, for myself, fun rating, um, I give it a five because I enjoy the movies immensely. Um, overall story, uh, for me, for a serious story, um, I would say it's 3.5 because Daryl is right. At, at a certain point, you know, you got to do more to keep yourself interested. I mean, luckily, you know, I'm a sucker for action pieces. So them just doing that. I love action movies. Doing that throughout the entire thing. I'm just like, oh, this is cool. You know, but story wise, they're not really going anywhere. They could literally just put all three of these movies into one and just kind of like progress the story. Um, I was happy in part three though. Have you ever watched Gotham? Yeah. The penguin is in part three. Oh yeah, as the operator. Yeah. Yeah, I was oh, watching really? it and I was like, yeah. yeah, I was like, wait a second, I know that person. Yeah, he's um, he's also in a comedy, which 
I really love called Accepted. And he's just so funny in it. Yeah, I've never heard of that one. I'll have to check that out. Yeah, um, it's with Justin Long and Jonah Hill where they make up a fake college. And all mid-2000s? God, I'm wondering if I saw that back. Uh, 2006. I feel like I've seen everything Jonah Hill. So. <laughs> yeah, I would say it, it had um, Justin Long, Jonah Hill, Blake Lively, uh, Columbus Short was in it, uh, Louis Black, uh, Robin Lord Taylor, who's Penguin. So it, it, it's it's a good college shenanigans type movie. All right. I'll have to put that in the list because I need some something I haven't seen in a while. Yeah. So... Um, looking over my notes here. Uh, the last fun fact I have, um, because of the way the the original John Wick had two directors in it, and only one was credited because of the stupid l- rules that the directors guild have. But the second director was uh David uh, I think his last name's pronounced Leach, um, who went on to direct Atomic Blonde. Deadpool 2 and Hobson Shaw. Wow. I did not know that part. So, yeah. So, overall, from all of us, um, story wise, it breaks down to a three. Um, you got fives um, fun wise from me and Tom. Um, our hottie of the week um, for the ladies, I guess. Most of them would say Keanu. Uh, no, I'm going with Halle Berry. You're going with Halle Berry? Okay. <laughs> yeah. Because I, I went with Ruby Rose from John Wick 2. Oh, uh, you know what, though? Because she, because she has no dialogue whatsoever. Um, other than, well, I guess dialogue because of sign language. But um, she she's not really in the movie that much. But the fight scene she has with John at the very end, uh, where she's in this suit, you know, I'm just like, okay. Right, yeah, she's she's pretty badass, that's for sure. Yeah. Be seeing you. <laughs> yeah. Sure. Yeah, I really like her too. <laughs> yeah, I was a. This was um her third sequel within like a one year time span, because she had done um. Resident Evil, and then she did Triple X. Daryl, yes. What what is our movie for next week? Our movie next week is a very long. Well, uh, no, no, no. I would say it's a sequel, but it's not a sequel. So yeah, I won't refer to it it's, as a sequel. Semi sequel. Semi sequel. Yeah. It is a story about a ten year old girl from Kansas that may or may not be crazy and have very lucid dreams. We're going to be talking about Return to Oz. The 1990... I'm sorry, 1990. 1985 Disney fucking nightmare fuel Wizard of Oz story. Yep. Cool, cool. I'm excited for it. All right. Um, Any final words? I will say one time I got complimented going into a gas station someone said that I looked badass that I looked like uh, John Wick and he asked if I was going to avenge a puppy and I was like 
that was an amazing compliment, though. I will one hundred percent take that. Well, were you in full? Were you in full suit? I was no. I was in like dark jeans, combat boots, a fitted shirt, like that was a V neck. So I mean, I was pretty dressed down, pretty much, and I think my hair was probably in some style. But yeah, I was just walking in the gas station to get a drink and. Uh, this dude stopped me to tell me that. So that's I will good. say I do have that with the movie. <laughs> yeah, that's a pretty good compliment there. Yeah. Um, Unfortunately, Brian and I will never get those compliments. Nope. <laughs> we do not look like John Wick. <laughs> no, I, I would say I, I've gotten um, Josh from Drake and Josh growing up. Um, then I got Chumley. Um <laughs> At one point, I got John Belushi, which I'm like, okay, that one I guess I'll take. But yeah, it's never good ones. I don't think I've ever had anyone tell me I look like anyone, so I guess that's a good thing. They'd they'd probably be insulting. Daryl, any final remarks? Yeah, wash your hands. Put a fucking mask on. How about this? Just stay at home. Yeah, stay the fuck home. <laughs> and um, before taking off, I uh, want to say Nightmare Toys, August 1st. They have their grand opening party. Um, I will be there. Um, I think Summer from Dolls of Horror will be there. Um, but I was like, they're doing this great grand opening party. Um, they're going to have celebrity guesters signing autographs, taking photos. Um, Danielle Harris is going to be there. Tamara Glenn's going to be there. Kane Hodder, who just got announced, is going to be there. And uh, Drew Marvick from Pool Party Massacre will be Fuck there. Yeah. Pool Party Massacre in the motherfucking house. Yep. Mm-hmm. So I'm bringing my VHS for him to sign. <laughs> Hell yeah. So um, you're remotely in that area. You know, stop by, check it out, say what's up to everyone. I know there's going to be a DJ and drinks and I think food and everything. Um, it's from two to five. So it's going to be a fun time. I uh, want to thank Tom once again for joining us. I hope. Oh, thanks for having me. Greatly appreciate it. I was. At, I hope you had fun talking a little John Wick with us. Yeah, I like talking to anything, so I definitely had a good time. <laughs> Until next time, I'm Brian. I'm Kate. And I'm Daryl. And we will see you next time, Saturday night at the movies. Woo! Saturday night at the